0: Welcome to the latest episode of five on the floor on the five Reasons sports network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app, whether that's Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, or any of the others. You can also find us on dash radio every day at 7 PM. Just download the dash radio app for free search for nothing but net. And that's where you'll get us. Also check out my new show on onsideradio.com every day from 10 to 12 I cover the, do- the heat, but also the dolphins and all the other teams in South Florida and five ReasonsSports.com, five reasonsSports.com, spell it out F I V E, reasonsSports.com. You get the latest articles from Brady Hawk. In fact, as we speak, he's already got a recap of tonight's game up on the site. Also, check out the great sponsors. Of the 5 Reasons Sports Network, this is the place that we tell you to go if you want to bet. It's mybookie.ag. Ever since I started 5 on the floor, even beyond, people have been asking me for betting tips. You got the Heat. You got the Celtics. Who do you like in the Super Bowl? I tell you where you go. You go to mybookie.ag because where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. You go there because their reputation is rock solid. I can tell you, I've used a bunch of these platforms. This is the one where you will actually get paid on time. They got more props than anybody else. They got the best odds, the best contests, and the best promotions in the business. And if you're betting on the NBA, this is where you go. But also the national championship game coming up on January 11th between Ohio State and Alabama and the NFL playoff games coming up this weekend. So check it out, mybookie.ag, and use the code 5 on the floor, spell it out, F-I-V-E, On the floor, and you will get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks. That's right, deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks. Head over to My Bookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best, bet with MyBookie.ag. And now, tonight's
1: episode. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick. With Alex Toledo and Greg Silvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network.
0: All right, Ethan Skolnick back for five on the floor. If you hear a little background noise, I am at the arena tonight. Today's floor plan, we're going to dissect the Miami Heat's loss to the Boston Celtics, 107 to 105, game that felt a little bit like a playoff game at the end, even with very few fans, just friends and family and a few media here in the arena. And also what was a very strange uh, and harrowing day for the country. Didn't even know if this game was going to be played, guys. When I came down here, there was a report that the Celtics had walked off the floor, but then the teams decided to release a joint statement together, um, which actually I can read here. And I think we probably should here at the start of the episode, but uh, they, they, they released a joint statement together explaining why they did decide to play again they put it out on both of their letterheads the heat and the celtics 2021 is a new year but some things have not changed we played tonight's game with a heavy heart after yesterday's decision in kenosha and knowing the protesters in our nation's capital are treated differently by political leaders depending on what side of certain issues they are on the drastic difference between the way protesters this past spring and summer were treated and the encouragement given to today's protesters who acted illegally just shows how much more work we have to do we've decided to play tonight's game to try to bring joy into people's lives but we must not forget the injustices in our society and we will continue to use our voices and our platform to highlight these issues and do everything we can to work for a more equal and just america and then closes with hashtag black lives still matter and the national anthem everyone on both sides actually kneeled except myers leonard who has explained previously his reasons for not doing so um i don't want to get a ton into the political with you guys we're going to talk about the game but were either of you surprised that they played the game tonight
1: Not particularly. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, I wasn't. I I figured that um, on short notice
2: and particularly because there are not fans in the stands that they would go ahead and play. If if fans were permitted in the building, I think it could be a different conversation.
0: And if fans were permitted, that would have been a real interesting scene if they had walked out um, during the game. Because when there were the questions about the bubble, there were no fans there either. But let's get into it. Uh, The Heat fell behind early in this game. They trailed at halftime. They needed a late run pretty much propelled by Jimmy to get them back into it in the second quarter and then pulled ahead late, actually had a lead and then essentially gave up a 10, nothing run at the end of the game and then came all the way back again, led by seven points from Duncan Robinson to tie it before losing on a Peyton Pritchard uh, put back at the end. There's a lot to dissect here, but Greg, your overall takeaway.
2: That it was a fun game until the very last play and that, you know, the back and forth. And the fact that the, you know, the the team look kind of down and out when they were down 10 and then all of a sudden, you know, you string together the Duncan Robinson three and then the four point play. And, and all of a sudden it's tied after the Gorin three, who had a tough night himself from a shooting perspective to finally get one to go. Um, so all that was really fun. Uh, but then it was culminated by, you know, the, uh, the balloon being deflated when Peyton Pritchard, you know, just basically it's timing. I know that maybe some will say boxing out, but it's really right place, right time. And you know, it was a layup and he looks like a player that Heat fans will grow to dislike over the course of time. He's the perfect Boston (laughs) Celtic. And uh, we look forward to slandering him in the future, but it's unfortunate that, you know, the Heat ended up on the losing side of this. The only thing that I'll say, the positive I'll take is that um, when he wanted to be, Jimmy was the best player on the floor, and it's good to see him get back to some of that.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, Jimmy Butler is a big part of what we're going to talk about tonight, the 26 points, the eight rebounds, but also kind of the two stretches of the game where he really took over. He also um, had a great play at the end of the game, which won't get talked about, but at the rim protection at the end, which led to yep. the basket on the other side. Um, I, I thought you know Jimmy was terrific tonight. At, I didn't think they were actually going to survive that period of time at the end of the third quarter and early in the fourth without him, but they did. But I want to get into uh, with you, Alex, some of the decisions that were made tonight, because I thought they were interesting. He stayed with Iguodala in that closing group until pretty much it got away and then put in Duncan. And I guess Duncan did what sort of offensive specialist is supposed to do, which is he got you right back into it. What did you think of the rotation decisions were pretty, Much what we expected tonight, starting lineup was the same as the last game. The four subs were the same as the last game. But what did you think of the way that Eric used everybody tonight?
1: Uh, Honestly, I didn't even think too much about it until I realized how long Iguodala had stayed in the game. I I liked what he was giving you the whole game as far as defense. And I mean, he was really helping stabilize them, but he he was playing for for a good amount there at the end. And I think everybody got a little bit frustrated. I kind of wanted, at least personally, again, I I always trust Spo with these types of decisions, but at least personally, I wanted Duncan out there instead of Hero, just to kind of have the offense, defense balance. But uh, honestly, I think even instead of Goron, like for one of those two guys, just because I think they needed exactly what Duncan ended up giving them there, just kind of like a facsimile of that Reggie Miller stuff. (laughs) Like, oh, I'm going to give you seven points right there in under a minute or however long that was. I thought that was incredible. I mean, it was a roller coaster of a game. I honestly didn't think too much of the rotations. It, it was like we expected, like you said. And I, it really is like just the worst possible finish for Heat fans. And for me, too, just because this is just, I mean, my God, like after that finish, after all that back and forth, that's how it ends with Peyton Pritchard with right. a putback because somebody you know didn't properly box him out or whatever oh my God. well
0: wasn't it Duncan who didn't properly box him out i think it was tyler that- i
1: think it was tyler i'm not okay. 100% sure okay. so i don't want to put it there for sure but i think it was him from the couple uh, times i've seen him back
2: tyler did not have a good game i mean this was definitely a game where you saw um you know some of the struggles that that we've that we've hoped that he would kind of get over and, and in some stretches he has, but you know, one of five from three uh, only one assist, um, you know, so active on the board. So, you know, there's still that part of it, but, but Tyler hero did not have a great night.
1: It's the first, I think like real negative night he's had this season, especially like uh, playing on a curve and grading on a curve, like the way he was when he was playing without Jimmy. Like I think he's been so positive throughout the season. I think he obviously had a rough night, like you said, and I think that's why I would have wanted him out there. I mean, he did play 34 minutes, so they're trusting him. And, and we've all, you know, we've all wanted Spo to trust Tyler Hero, so I'm not going to fault him there. But, uh, like, I love what we saw out of Jimmy tonight. I think that's what everybody wanted to see. It's just when he when he flips that switch, he turned into the best player on the floor. Even though he ripped his ankle, I mean, uh, twisted his ankle, like, twice, still got to the line nine times. So it's just kind of, you know, manhandling his way to the basket and playing awesome defense. Like, I thought that was probably the best defensive game he's had since he played, since he came back. And man, again, I'm still not over that finish. Like I, (laughs) this is the worst possible way to finish that awesome game.
0: Well, you mentioned Jimmy Uh, to me, the moment that jumped out for me, and there was a lot of the attacking of the basket, but there was one play in the second half where he had a post up, but he couldn't get deep post position. And then the double came. And he still shot the turnaround. i mean that he he saw the yep. double com. i and remember that play overpassing. he still shot That was the, the one over pritchard right from about yeah ba-
2: bam had just gone to the bench 12, yep 15,
0: yeah from 12 to 15 feet and, and that is such a difference because earlier in the game first thing there were twice that tw- two times that bam had layups and didn't look at the basket okay and then there was another time late that that bam bam who i thought otherwise had a very strong game um, he had the, he had the air ball at the end, but I would still rather him shoot it and be looking at the basket because there was one play again, he made a pass out <laughs> to Jimmy. And then Jimmy ended up passing to Dragic for a miss three. And it's like, if Bam just turns around, he's got a layup. So I still think there's some situational awareness here and some overpassing that is hurting them. But overall, you know, Bam was 15, eight and 10. He put up numbers. I thought he had a strong game, but
1: this was really a Jimmy Bam Just game, casually actually. giving you 10 assists. Like he always does. Right? No, that's and, the only, thing. The and only two gonna- turnovers.
0: Yeah, the stats are going to be there, um, but some of the other guys. That's a
1: that's a good point, by the way, Leif. Both teams had a uh, low turnovers tonight. I want I think it's seven and eight respectively. The Heat had eight, the Celtics had seven. So yeah, the even with the Celtics being such a great defensive team, the Heat really kept the turnovers down tonight.
0: Yeah, they didn't have many turnovers for most of the game, and then they also got stretches from certain guys. Olenek gave them a little bit of stretch uh, in the third quarter where he was a factor for them. We mentioned Duncan late. Hero was really the one guy that struggled. Iguodala had a couple of those no, 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 no. Yes, threes um, <laughs> that he's been yep. making this season, and the Heat were 22 of 26 from the line, which kept them in it. But there are some statistical things that are leading to some of the struggles. Points, points in the paint. Boston 56, Miami 40. Okay, so they got beaten the paint again. Second chance points, which is part of the points in the paint. Ten for Boston, three for Miami. Um, if those things continue to happen, even with keeping the turnovers low and the heat did keep the turnovers low tonight, um, it still becomes a problem for you because you're giving up these extra possessions on the offensive boards. And then we saw it on the very last play of the game or the last offensive play of the game um, for Boston. And so th- they got to clean up the backboards a little bit. I know you mentioned, you know, the rebounding from hero. He gave him seven. They got eight from Jimmy. They got eight from, from bam. Just
2: this wasn't enough
0: but it's just an It's not enough. Okay. When you you got out, rebounded 53 to 42 overall. And that was even with, you know, both teams shooting roughly the same percentage. So yeah, this is the thing
2: like the, the, the turnovers were what we were pointing to with the extra possessions today, the turnovers were taken care of and, and the ball was taken care of a lot better, but yet the Celtics got 18 more field goal attempts. That's just not sustainable game over game.
0: And it's been happening game over game to the heat. I mean, they're consistently giving up again, whether it's the turnovers or whether it's the rebounding, they're giving up more possessions uh, than they're getting. They're giving up more shots than they're getting. You can't even if you go three for two. And look, tonight they were 13 of 36 from three, uh, which is pretty decent. Okay, Boston was 12 of 35. So they were pretty much about the same. They shot 36%, you know, on 30, 35 attempts. That's, that's fine. It's not great. It's fine. It's good enough to win. But the problem is when you're giving up these extra possessions every night, then you have to shoot 40% from three um, on a high, on high volume to be able to make up for it. Uh, we're going to continue closing this thing up kind of look to some of the other key points in this game before we do want to tell you about another great sponsor of the five reasons sports network, our friend, Eric Brown. If you need a realtor who will treat you as a valued client and not just another commission, let me recommend you consult Eric Brown at fivereasonsrealtor.com, the official realtor. Of the 5 Reasons Sports Network, Eric's a real estate professional with several years of experience representing not just celebrities and executives, but also first-time home buyers. So he'll deal with your specific situation. He's got a Wharton School business education. So he's uniquely qualified at identifying property value, negotiating on your behalf and providing an unmatched level of service. If you're considering selling or buying a home in South Florida, just want to know what your property is worth in the strong real estate market, contact Eric at 305-967-9089. That's 305-9089. 967 9089, or go to fivereasonsrealtor.com. Spell it out, F I V E, reasonsrealtor.com. If he can't help you, he recommends someone who can. Find out what his specialized professional business approach can do for you today. That's our friend Eric Brown. He actually does our value plays segment here on Five on the Floor. He's at fivereasonsrealtor.com, the official realtor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Now, we talked a lot before this game about Boston's two stars, guys, Tatum and Brown. Um, they held Jalen in check for the most part until the fourth Um, Jalen had eight points and four rebounds in the fourth. He didn't shoot particularly well until then. And then he got going a little bit, but one of the issues with Tatum and we saw this somewhat in the playoff series, but you can guard Jason Tatum really well, but he's so long (laughs) and he's kind of crafty from the outside. And that step back he had late in the game, you can't guard it. Hero three. You can't guard it. Right. If he's on, He's on, and he was 10 of 21 tonight, 5 of 8 from 3.
1: He do have a lot of, I mean, probably more than any other team, like guys that you can actually throw on him and feel pretty good about. And I yeah. agree with everything you said there. Like, I think Tatum is that type of guy. Like, I think Huey Brown, you know, your guy, uh, Ethan Huey Brown, had the the point about Tatum having such a high release point. And that, that is true. Like, he gets that little sidestep. and. He, he he gets the separation there and it's just tough to guard but bam precious like i think i thought they did a good job on him i still think iguodala can you know bother him for little stretches here and there so i think that's where kind of my my comfort comes from as far as the celtics but he obviously had a great night tonight going 10 of 21 five of eight from three he was on yeah, uh, I mean- but again two free throw attempts and that's kind of i think the difference between him and jimmy Mm-hmm.
2: Tatum um he hit that shot over Giannis just the other night right you know like that step back yeah, when that went off the backboard thing. yeah exactly so I mean he he does that but when you see Jalen Brown um 21 points on 23 field goal attempts you got to take that I mean I think that at some point like that's kind of the game that you want um I feel like Bam in some ways because of some of the other stuff he did got close to, you know, like playing him to a standstill to some degree, Jimmy looked like Jimmy. um, But overall it was just, you know, wrong place, wrong time. And you can't get down by 17. Like this is just part of um, the growing pains of uh, kind of learning on the fly and figuring this stuff out early in a season, but getting down 17 at home is definitely not, you know, a recipe for uh, a closing
0: Well, one of the weird things about this team this year is within games, their quarters are all over the place. Like tonight. And I mean, they had a 19 point second quarter. They had a 35 point third quarter. Like they're all over the place. There's just there's no consistency, it seems. And again, you're going to have that against good teams sometimes. And then it just becomes an execution thing down the stretch. And look, they didn't execute particularly well when Boston got up 10 late. And then Duncan went crazy and that got him back in it. They didn't execute very well in terms of keeping Pritchard off the boards. I mean, people are going to talk about Pritchard a lot tonight. He had missed his previous five shots before that putback. Okay. So, I mean, again, sometimes we make too much of of one possession.
2: That's why we're not going to like him.
0: Well, the Bob Cousy award. Don't forget. (laughs) That's right. Right. No, they're going to have a statue of him by the time he gets back to Boston. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing is you don't give yourself enough margin for error when you have, Some of these droughts that they have. So let's go through some conclusions that I was seeing on Twitter tonight. And you guys, before we close here, you can challenge these or not. I was getting texts from people when the Heat was struggling to score and getting the C, they need a go to score. They need a Harden, who, by the way, I think was, I wonder
1: who was texting me that
0: what sedano
1: who was five oh, i think you eight- talking about adam
0: well adam adam's doing it on our text string uh on our dm strings where he says that he gets a bigger following every time the heat lose so i'm, I'm outing you on that <laughs> um i mean what was hard tonight five of 14 i think in houston lost even the wall had 28 was this tonight let, let's go through reasons for a loss they lost by two against a very good team here um was not having a go-to score of the issue tonight
1: greg
2: no not tonight, but as an overarching need, I think um, absolutely another dynamic creator is necessary. So like, it's kind of a double, like I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth, but tonight it had nothing to do with not having another creator.
0: Okay. Well, and by the way, Beale had 60 tonight and they lost by five. So I'm, I mean, I'm just wondering. That, when that's
2: he- who they were missing. Actually. If we're well, really right. being a honest. lot of
0: teams were missing him. I'm just wondering <laughs> when he finally gets the Westbrook effect. Yeah, the whisper. um, Not having a true starting four tonight, because that came up too, because Olenek got off to a slower start, so there were some questions again, as we always talk about with Kelly, about the consistency. He had the really strong last game, played better. I as thought he looked wild. good. I thought he was Same. pretty good tonight, but did, did you think that was a major issue tonight, Alex?
1: Uh, I, I still think it's an issue for the season, specifically for the playoffs, but... Not necessarily tonight, just because I think they ended up getting enough defense out of their bench guys and, you know, staggering those lineups. I thought Kelly looked good. Uh, so, no, not really, not tonight. And I agree with Leif as far as the first question, too. I thought Jimmy looked awesome and he was the best player when he when he tried to be. And bam, still like when he realizes that he is just a lot faster than these guys, he and, and starts to really get his attempts up because of that. <laughs> I think that's when he's gonna turn the 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 next corner for him because like it's always there for him. This the speed advantage is always there for him. I, and they were doing some actions by the way that I that I love tonight, where a small guy will be screening for Bam, which they do sometimes. But I, I love that because it gets Bam going on the on the run there to the rim. But uh, his attempts need to be higher.
0: His attempts need to be higher when Daniel Tice has eleven attempts
1: and he has ten. Tristan does okay, a better I, job I just... on on Bam than Tice for sure, but the. The speed thing is still there with
0: that, but that's one. that's. But that's my point, though. I I don't think you want to I, look. I thought Bam had a strong game overall, but I just don't think you want to come out of too many of these games. And they scored hundred five, which could have been enough to win tonight. Okay, but I don't think that you want to come out of too many games where Bam has fewer shot attempts than a serviceable center Correct. on the other side. I, I to me, right. I I mean, I, I just I want to see him push the attempts. I at went 15. six of eleven. Some free throws. And Bam went
1: five of ten. You could there, argue it was a wash. Been more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, well, we don't want to argue it's a no, wash. No, I'm kidding. It's I'm playing around point, here. Right? I'm like, being facetious. If, no, but, but you get it. If if that's a wash, you're not gonna win a whole lot of games. I, I want to see him get the shot attempts up. That's just get him up to 15, okay? One way or another. And then the final question here is because I know people are gonna say they should have played this guy, should have played that guy. It's pretty clear who the nine-man rotation is right now. But it sounds to me like Alex, you've identified one thing you would have liked to have seen, which was maybe Duncan in there for hero or Dragic. Goran had moments tonight; he was five of twelve. Um, Greg, is there one rotation move that you would have liked to have seen Spolstra make
2: tonight? No, I feel like th- this is kind of poking holes and nitpicking at this point. I, I think that the minutes were distributed pretty um, evenly, uh, based on production. And, you know, I, I just, you know, there, there, maybe, you know, you could pick apart some of this and, and, and find holes with hero, not looking as good, but sometimes you kind of want to let him play through some of that because he comes up in like the, he he's the type of player that will miss shots all game and then hit the game winner. So I, I can understand why you stick with him. So I, I have no qualms with anything that happened from a rotation perspective tonight.
0: All right. All right. Well, they get Washington next. Um, Beal coming off the 60 points. I'm gonna have to watch that because Beal had 59 with six minutes left, and I think he only shot one more time. So I'm yes. not really sure why that happened. I already told it, you the Westbrook effect. It, it, it's it, little- it's Washington, Boston it, was it Saturday, it,
2: Sunday. It's like a back to back on the weekend.
0: That it, pretty much. So we'll see. You know, I've been saying all along. I think the Heat need to be five and five after 10 and kind of reset themselves. The one positive over the last two games that I'll take is Jimmy looks like Jimmy again. So if everybody who was worried about that, he's fine. he was. I agree with you at times the best player on the floor. But now, well, I say you're sure. We'll (laughs) see how the ankle looks now. You rolled it twice. I felt so bad for him.
2: uh,
0: Well, he's pushing through it, but he was the best player on the floor for most of the game tonight. Um, And you'll take that. For sure. I want to see Bam get the shot attempts up a little bit more. And yeah, Tyler's got to play through it, but he did give you some other things. He had seven rebounds. He had two turnovers tonight. So that was not excessive. Only one assist. You're going to have some nights like that. I wouldn't draw too many conclusions um, off this one, but I give him credit for fighting back in this one. But you're right, Greg. Your basic point is this. They have let some games get away from them this year where they just go through stretches where they have droughts on both ends. Okay. And the game gets away and then fighting back. They fought so hard to get back in this thing. One bad play at the end, end up sinking you and all of a sudden Peyton Pritchard. is a little bit a hero. It's a little bit
1: reassuring that they can still fight back from games, by the way, because we, we, they did it. They did it all the times during the playoffs last season, but seeing that they can still do that now, I I thought was a, you know, a positive way to look at what happened there.
0: (laughs) We have a new random scrub heat killer. Yeah.
1: The new CJ McConnell.
0: He's the perfect one. He's, He's the new Vadova. All right, uh, catch our sponsors: five reasons, com, and of course, MyBookie There, use the code Five on the floor. Uh, floor is yours tomorrow night.
2: Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports
0: Network.